Welcome to the Synergy Autism Podcast. A very special thank you to my son, Graham Lampy, for producing the music you just heard. Hello, Synergy Autism Podcast listeners. I am so happy you are here. I have gotten some really good feedback on some of my podcasts. I'm so excited, and people are seeming to like this short and sweet nature of these mini podcasts that I'm doing for 2021. So, Again, I'm really glad you're here, and this is really exciting for me to be able to share some of my thinking and um, and conversations that I have with a lot of my clients and families and friends and colleagues. So um, I just wanted to mention a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast on the ABA controversy or the controversy around what's called applied behavior analysis, which um, my podcast has received some good accolades. So if you're interested, please check it out. And today I'm going to give you another sneak peek into my upcoming book, Seeing Autism, Connection Through Understanding. The excerpt I am about to read is on the experience of sensory flooding so that so many autists find to be a part of everyday life for themselves. And I have other podcasts on the subject too, if you find it interesting. So one of those is called Writing High, That and if you like today's reading, you might find that podcast especially helpful as well. So here goes, Sensory Flooding. For years, people assumed that autistic people did not feel emotions in themselves or recognize them in others. By consulting with adults, autistic adults, we now know this may be the exact opposite of the truth. They actually feel emotions more intensely than many of us. It is the ability to organize and make sense of those emotions in themselves and others that is confusing and overwhelming, causing them to either shut down or have what seems like overreactions. A young child, for example, may quickly get overwhelmed by sensory input and emotions. The parent's well-intentioned sound effects and words combine with the child's own stress level and may add to the overwhelm rather than alleviate it. A kind and otherwise generous child may not be able to attend to a peer who is upset due to the onslaught of sensory and social information happening around them. Instead, this child may use behaviors that challenge themselves or others to regain clarity and temporary control. A teen or adult may retreat to their room rather than being able to figure out how to manage their own internal emotional roller coaster. And add in your frustration or disappointment with them to the mix, and that teen or adult goes into full shutdown mode. A man I have coached for approximately one year is exploring how we quote-unquote feel other people's emotions. He is a very logical and concrete thinker, so he is not prone to simply believing that something happens due to its you know, magical or spiritual qualities. He wants to figure out why and how he is overwhelmed by other people's emotional states. He describes his experience as taking in enormous amounts of detailed information around him constantly. The information includes people's facial expressions, gestures, and postures, in addition to the visual and auditory clutter that surrounds us at all times. The lights, sounds, colors, and movements around us result in a cacophony of sensory information. 
He uses an analogy to explain his experience. A computer, for example, would overheat under these circumstances and stop working. He posits that he simply is taking in too much sensory information for his own system to manage, prioritize, and organize efficiently. So in keeping with this understanding that people with autism are commonly and especially sensitive to the detailed information around them while being unable to successfully prioritize and manage it, we must play pay, excuse me, we must pay particular attention to the elements we add as their partners. Your stress, your tension, your low expectations of the autistic individual probably only add to that flood of sensory and emotional information. If you wish to engage, partner, and guide someone on the autism spectrum, your ability to be and stay regulated when engaging is critical. If you are anxious or overwhelmed, your partner in the interaction may react to that anxiety before you even have a chance to open your mouth to mitigate. Your emotions can be felt as noise that comes in as chaotic and difficult to manage. I'd like for you to imagine starting your day with a full cup of coffee or water or tea. Each day we hopefully have been refreshed with sleep, which represents our restart or our full cup. As we go through the day, situations arise that require us to drink from that cup. These situations are neither positive nor negative. They're simply situations that our minds and bodies manage. We get dressed, we take a sip. We gather up our essentials for the day. We take up, take another sip. But then we are a little late for work. The news on the radio is upsetting, or the radio announcer's voice is slightly annoying. Oof, take a big sip. We are already looking at the bottom of the cup. It is almost empty. We sit down in our comfy chair ready to work, We turn on our computer and it crashes, showing us only a pixelated screen. Yes, this might have happened in the middle of writing my book. (laughs) We sit back in our chair and drink the rest of the contents of our cup, trying to think of what to do next. But then we are spent. We are depleted. Feelings of anxiety creep in as we realize our deadlines won't be met and our online appointments will be all needed to be shifted. We are so overwhelmed with the new and added responsibilities that we stare at the computer screen frozen. That depleted and overwhelming feeling or overwhelmed feeling is familiar to all of us, but for people with autism, it reportedly happens regularly, maybe even all of the time. Both autistics and neurotypicals need to figure out what works for us to rejuvenate or refill our cups throughout the day or or week to be at our best. When we are depleted, our decision-making capability and ability to take action are severely limited. Thank you for listening to this excerpt from Seeing Autism, Connection Through Understanding, due out this summer. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Synergy Autism Podcast, where we bring research, information, and people together to best understand and love those with autism, also known as autistic individuals. Check out my website for lots of additional links, like my Facebook account, Instagram account, 
blogs that I have written, videos, and even courses that are both free and some that I have labored with some wonderful colleagues um, to produce just for you. And contact me with questions and ideas for future podcasts. I'm here. I'm listening. Till next time.